Hello everyone, it's Paul Newbegin here from the Past Podcast with some very exciting news. I am absolutely delighted that Series 5 of the Past Podcast is brought to you in partnership with our wonderful friends at Chefworks, who are our sponsors last time round as well, so it's great to have them back. And as you'll know, they are famous for outfitting chefs, kitchens and front of house all around the world. Chefworks offer a collection of great uniforms, so to check out their full range, you can visit chefworks.co.uk. Thank you again to Chefworks, and it's great to be back for Series 5 of The Past Podcast. Enjoy! It's introduction time. Roberta Hall is today's guest. I think her, it's Roberta McCarran Hall. Uh, I'll have to check. But yes, Roberta Hall is today's guest. She is the owner of the little chart room in Edinburgh, in Leaf. And she is absolutely fantastic chef. We actually ate uh, a couple of nights after the in- interview and we spoke uh, about that. We just couldn't get the right time in Edinburgh, so we had to do it over the phone. Uh, which was, you know, it's one of those things we always want to try and get the best guests on, so when needs must, we get them on the phone. But next time in Edinburgh, I'll get some more of her time because she's a, a fab chef, and we had such a brilliant night. I had a uh, one dish where, you know, those dishes, and you just never forget them. It was a blood orange cheesecake, um, and it was just amazing. Uh, her food is fantastic. I really recommend the little chart room. Um, so it's great to, to have obviously eaten that after the after the chat, and I hope you enjoy the upcoming show. Cheers, guys! I'm ready when you are. Hello. Hello. How are you? All right. Very well, thank you. Good. So I suppose it's the. How long have you guys been open for at the little chart room? Uh, so we opened uh, in the, the second week of June, um, so that's about eight, yeah, eight, eight months, I think. Yeah, so has, it's still relatively new. Has it been <laughs> still like, your face. Has it been the most whirlwind eight months possible? Uh, yes, completely. Um, it, we got married two weeks before we opened the, the restaurant, so it was a very... Uh, busy and fairly hectic and slightly stressful time uh, managing the two things but we I sort of dealt with one side of things and, and Sean my, my husband dealt with the other side of things and uh, somehow managed to do them both and um, the wedding was a success and so far the restaurant has been a success so <laughs> oh, well, congratulations <laughs> on both counts uh, thank you very much thank you you must be mad to choose to do both of those <laughs> things within a really short space of time uh, a little bit mad. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody if they <laughs> find themselves in that situation. Uh, but unfortunately, just the, the timing of things, you can never really yeah. pick and choose. And, and that was how it all panned out. And yeah, I mean, in many ways, I wouldn't really change it because it's, it's, it's it has worked out really well. So yeah, no, very happy. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I obviously have interviewed lots of people up until now and there's, there's certain individuals who they just sort of seem to get it right you know because obviously it's so it's so hard when you're going to open up and you've obviously had this idea in your head but did you know the the second you kind of opened those doors did you feel like oh hang on we actually we were right you know we this is (laughs) this this has worked 
Um, yes and no. I mean, we have from the from day one when we opened, we we really didn't didn't know what to expect, what people would want. Um, we've obviously worked in restaurants for years um, and have you know have experience, but knew that we were doing something different to what we were we we previously done in you know in our jobs and whatnot. The mm. places about well, a fifth or a sixth of the size of the the usual size restaurants that we were working in, and. Uh, it was things were changing with regards to myself because suddenly, rather than just being in the kitchen at the stove, I would be uh, serving people in the restaurant, greeting them, um, taking orders, doing drinks, doing everything basically. Uh, because it's a very small team, we only have um, four employees, including ourselves. Wow! And everyone, everyone pitches in, and um, it's 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 a more relaxed environment, which. It's, it's what we wanted, what we really wanted, and um, I'm really enjoying it, actually. And I think I'm starting to get the whole service thing under wraps, but there's definitely room for improvement. <laughs> um, but, but no, from day one, we, yeah, we had an idea of what we wanted to do, but things definitely did change. Mm. Um, we tweaked menus, sort of styles, formats of menus. As, as, so as, as much as it has sort of been a success from day one, we've, we definitely had made, made a lot of changes and mm. are pretty happy with where we are now. But I'm, I'm sure I could, we could look, you know, look back in two or three years' time from now and be sort of thinking, oh, how on earth were we doing what we were doing then? You know, potentially sort of thinking that. So there's always room for improvement and for change. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously, um, reading kind of your uh, CV, if you like, and kind of knowing bits about you like I do, it, it feels from an outsider, and you, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that's what the whole point <laughs> of this is about, is that it was, a, and you've alluded to it there, so I'm hoping that I'm going to be right, but it is, you know, it is, a de- it is quite a departure from what you'd been doing before. It is. Yeah, no, it is. Um, it's from working in big teams of people and also for very you know very good high quality restaurants where you're really focusing uh you know there's there's so much detail in the food and so much time and work to sort of yeah stripping it back to making things a lot more simple um still obviously doing you know hard work and there is attention into the food but not nearly as much what we were doing previously and yeah for, for sean as well the sort of the level of the service with, with regards to how many people you would have sort of servicing one table perhaps has is now completely stripped back because it is just him on the floor sort of you know including ourselves it's myself and I've got two chefs and then just him in front of house so, um, so yeah no it is it is a drastic change but I think it's it's quite a welcome change and we're we're really enjoying it we're having a, a you know we're working very hard but we're having a good time which is, is very important, obviously. <laughs> you kind of just took the words out of my mouth for the next question because I was going to say it must... <laughs> obviously, you know, I'm not saying that you didn't in places like the kitchen or, or you know, when you're yes. working abroad, get the chance to go out and see the, the guests. But you guys even have, you know, kitchen tables and, you know, where the guests can literally look into the kitchen because that's what I'm looking at booking next week. So, you know, <laughs> I, I can be sitting there with my discerning eye looking at every single move you do. But it must be quite nice... Yes to get that instant feedback from people it's incredible um it, it really really is because uh, you can always have the waiter or the waitress come in and relay it back to you but to have it 
personally delivered to yourself by the customer who's just eaten something that you've just created is it, oh it's amazing i can't yeah can't explain it uh, how, how, how lovely a feeling it is actually well you just wait until i come next week and then you might not love it what if i well, i might be a really horrible <laughs> diner <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully we, we please you as well. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm lovely. I promise. I'm a pussy cat. So where did it where did it come from then? Where did if it you know is this departure like we've just said? Where where was the kind of seed of the idea born? Um, for what we're doing doing now. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, we always knew that we wanted to do something small. <laughs> we ourselves we like to go out and eat. Tasty food, obviously, with good service, knowledgeable service, but we don't like it to be overly fussy and, um, you know, so much sort of attention to to yourselves as, as a diner. We do love we do love doing that occasionally, you know, as a sort of special meal. But on us, you know, weekly, weekly night, perhaps we we want to just go and have somewhere have somewhere you can go. You know, we describe our restaurant as a neighbourhood bistro, mm. and. Um, yeah, we just want somewhere that people feel that they can come to, you know, once a week perhaps as opposed to once a month. And that's that's where we were wanting to, wanted to create and wanted to, yeah, get repeat customers, but more regularly than, than the sort of once a month or two, or two or three times every sort of year sort of thing. So, yeah, I think that's kind of what made the decision to go a bit more relaxed and a bit more casual. I do feel that there might be a slight movement towards that as well. I think that people are wanting that more than perhaps the more sort of fine dining experience so um that's that was what we were striving for and i think we're getting it i think we are anyway sort of (laughs) (laughs) you're doing my job better than me because that's again what i was about to say i was going to say it's no 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 you're you're, you you know you obviously know what you want to do which is great because i was about to say you know that it feels to me um i'm based in leeds and i can see places like that Mm. popping up now and thinking ah okay yeah i can see you know you guys from june and now kind of places open up near me now it feels like to me anyway as a diner that's kind of where it's going and the way you almost Uh pitched it to me there i was you know i'm I'm pressing book on my table because it sounds like the sort of thing that you know i want (laughs) you know that i would want because it's yeah it's that um what you know the kind of like you said it's it's the kind of food is at the focus and then the atmosphere of that relaxed atmosphere yes. is kind of the set you know what you're yeah, kind of trying exactly, to yeah. cultivate i mean yeah no seriously i've absolutely loved my entire career like I've, i wouldn't change it for for anything i've loved working in the places that i did um work in and i've learned so much from them uh things that i wouldn't have learned if maybe i'd taken us more sort of relaxed perhaps but um yeah this is kind of where we want to focus now and yeah like i said we're really really enjoying it so it's it's good <laughs> no, I'd like to say and you know we'll, we'll, there's obviously a bit of a thing for me because people like grace dent who i absolutely love every review she puts out uh, yeah. and marina or lachlan you know they're very rarely wrong you know so to get the yeah. reviews that you've gotten from people like that i bet you didn't imagine it would happen like so early though did you no, not at all. Um, I mean, it's one that you always want the, those reviewers to come in and because you want to get their feedback and just, just yeah, like you said, they are really, really wrong. You want to just know what they're, 
they, they think, you know, you've got your customers coming in and enjoying it and stuff, but it's quite something to have somebody of their sort of accolades come in and, and then write about it. Um, but no, we really, really didn't expect it to be as early as it was. <laughs> and, um, and we didn't clock, clock either of them when they were in either. So, so they got the real experience, I guess. Um, yeah, that's, that's nice. It's the best thing, absolutely best thing. Kind of can maybe put you on edge more so if you suddenly realize who it is. Um, so no, we were, delighted really delighted and was it was the kind of opening i know on these things they're they're very rarely go to plan but was it you know relatively kind of on time and everything kind of happened as as you wanted or did you have to kind of make compromises or um it was relatively on time we were uh, with this being our, our our own first opening we were very naive with how what was involved um all the sort of hoops that you have to jump through, uh, the cost of it, the time that it would take, um, very naive. And we actually got the keys to the premises in February and um, knew that we wanted to do a refurb because the, the, it, did, it really did need it. And so there was virtually no kitchen in place. We had to build a, get a kitchen built and wanted to, yeah, change the decor. Um, and it was well yeah so then we we did then open in june so yeah i think we sort of thought oh we might be able to be open in about a month's time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and i think we were still waiting on the drawings from the architects being being finished by by that point so uh yeah no very naive and it was a massive learning curve um but i think the timing probably was fairly accurate with um with how long these things do actually take uh, I mean, we've we've had, we've had a few sort of bumps and issues along the way, but that's very very normal, very normal. So, yeah, and, um, I, and I suppose I think like, we were. Sorry, go on. Sorry, I was just no. I was going to say, just I think we were maybe just a week behind or just a few days behind, really, with uh, oh, the actual too bad. completion of the the work um, getting done. It was fairly tight when we were doing the opening. Um, I think the builders sort of said they would be finished on, on the Friday morning and then when we'd planned and we'd already sort of sent out invitations to do a soft opening for the Saturday night. And I had all my produce arriving on the Friday morning. Uh, but the place was still pretty much a building site. Um, <laughs> equipment was still getting un- unpacked and we had a cleaning company arrive to clean the place, but they couldn't get in to clean because, or they were trying to clean at least in amongst all the builders. Um, and eventually, I think by nine o'clock that evening, I finally managed to get into the kitchen to start doing some prep. Um, so I think, yeah, it was a little bit tight with regards to the sort of soft lunches, but uh, somehow we managed to pull, pull it out of the bag and managed to serve people their food the following day. So it was all good. <laughs> well, like you say there, though, like coming from such established places, I suppose it was just things that you kind of never had to thought, think about before. You know, it was it was yes. all completely new, that kind of how long does an opening take sort of thing no totally i mean i did i did do the opening of castle terrace because i'd worked at the kitchen previously oh right yeah of course and when they when they got castle terrace they um i got offered the sous chef position which was a fantastic uh, opportunity for me to take and and did do the opening there but really only had to ever really focus on getting the kitchen up and running and everything was by the time I was sort of in the kitchen, everything was quite fairly complete, and that seemed to just go like clockwork. But I'm sure it probably wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, behind sort of closed doors, I'm sure it was actually a lot more uh, <laughs> and whatnot. Um, you were so being saved the stress. Yeah, not to the same extent of being one of the, the owners. So yeah, different experience, I suppose. <laughs> so we're going to come back to 
a lot about your career there's there's a lot of ground to cover and there's a lot of things that i'm excited to talk about but uh, as with every one of my guests i've asked you to come up with uh, five dishes or um you know meals that you've had that kind of either mean something to you or are memorable in some way uh, that you would want to and i almost imagine it as like a a menu you know your menu of the kind of five dishes i like to kind of call it um interesting question though that i do like to almost ask everybody is how mm-hmm. you know how what was almost your criteria for deciding um for the dishes that i put on the menu yeah on on on, um, on your five favorite dishes oh my favorite dishes oh yeah right. um okay five favorite dishes um when i got this question sort of previously i thought that you meant five favorite dishes that i've created <laughs> but that's okay um, you can take that that yeah, way yeah um Five favorite dishes. Oh, I can tell. I'll maybe tell you a couple about my own, and then I'll try and think of ones that <laughs> I've I've had, and they've they've been absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, if you've got if you've got all five from yours, that's fine. But we can go through them <laughs> one by one, so you'll have a bit of thinking time. But I'm, I'm going <laughs> to try and distract you in between um, as well. So if you've got no, the first no, no. one that you know, first then we can one. have that now. Um. So. Very, very recently, and this might, might sound a bit biased, but we, uh, Sean and I actually ate at Castle Terrace about two weeks ago. It was for my birthday. And um, we it's been a wee while since we've been, and it was lovely to go back because we got some dishes that we'd never, uh, well, the majority of the dishes actually we'd never seen before or experienced before, uh, which, yeah, was very, was really, really nice. One of them being, uh, it was a, sca- a scallop dish that they'd um, just pan fried. Uh, but it was with uh, a bacon espuma, which is like a foam, and it was, yeah, it was out of this world. Like it was, it, we sort of both had a little moment where we stopped and just sort of in, enjoyed it, and just really just sort of thought that is the best thing we've eaten perhaps ever a stroke in a very very long long time. So that was a standout dish, uh, and very recently as well, just two weeks ago. That must, um, have, must have been quite nice as well to see. It like, was delicious. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It was just super, super, really, really was super. Um, dishes of my own that I've uh, that I've really, really loved that I've put on recently. Um, one of my sort of reason, like criteria behind creating any menus um, would be that I just really like, try like to keep uh, things seasonal and and try and do local as much as possible. Um, in Scotland, you've got you know we're, we have so much amazing seafood and shellfish and whatnot, so it feels like sort of sin not to use it. Um, and I recently, I mean, I'm saying local, it was a curried mussel soup, so I got that kind of slight twist where curry is definitely not seasonal to, uh, or local to Scotland. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, no, it was really, really tasty and went down an absolute treat and it had, I think it's quite special to me because I've had so many of my guests go on about it. It's now off the menu, but they've gone on about it when they perhaps come in again and said, oh, please, please put this back on the menu. It was fantastic. It was great. So to sort of get that, that feedback already about a dish when, when the restaurant's so, so young is quite, is really quite nice and quite refreshing. Um, another dish. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to do them all at once. We can come back, oh, okay, to, we can come back to them. We can, we can give you, I can give you a little bit of thinking time. Don't worry. That's fine. Two, two, two in quick succession is, is good, is good for me at the minute. We can, we can talk more about you for now and then okay. you, secretly you can be thinking of a third dish. <laughs> I'll find multitask. So I'm going to, I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you back to kind of the very kind of starting interested in food what was it that kind of you know 
piqued your interest enough about food that made you kind of want to go into the the grueling world of being a chef yes (laughs) it is grueling um I always just had such an interest in food way back at school um I mean home economics in school is absolutely nothing compared to what the real life world is like in (laughs) in a kitchen absolutely nothing but it and even though you did the most basic things it was one of my favorite classes and I remember in, in fifth year in school which is when you're in Scotland you're about I think you're 15 15 16 um you have to do a week of work experience and you get to pretty much decide what you want to do like whatever area you're interested in and I remember just having a chat with my mom saying well I think she sort of helped me a bit and said well your most your, your biggest interest right now is food so why don't you maybe go and do a week in a kitchen somewhere and just see mm-hmm. how you get on um, and so I applied to a restaurant in, in Edinburgh, uh, the Terror restaurant, which actually does still, it is still around, it still exists. Um, and they, they got back to me and yeah, they offered me a week's work experience, um, which I went and did and just, well, just loved it. Um, came back absolutely buzzing. And they then offered me a part-time job whilst I finished school. So I just worked at the weekends. Um, for sort of one or two days a week. Um, and then I went there full time for a year once I finished school and have never really looked back. <laughs> was it kind of duck to water then? Was it you just kind of loved it from word go, really? Yeah, no, literally. Um, and, and I'd never really seen or thought of anything else after that. I don't, I can't remember if there was anything that I thought, sort of thought, oh, maybe this or maybe that. It was always just the, yeah, the, the food and, yeah just couldn't couldn't get enough of it really (laughs) and I suppose it's interesting because you know for serious foodies like me that's that have been interested in food for a long while you know when you look at anybody's sort of you know cv or experience to date and you see you know working for people like tom kitchen you know you Mm -hmm. you immediately start to kind of take that person more kind of seriously as a chef because you think ah okay she's got really good grounding you know she's been given that um you know in you know the one of the most iconic restaurants in that area um, yes. one of the most iconic restaurants in the country really um so was that like you know the time that you kind of spent and learned would you say like the most up until now oh yeah definitely um I mean I had a few different jobs um and then when I um so I'd been been living away from Edinburgh when I came back um I'd originally had plans to to that again sort of move away abroad but um then changed my mind and decided I was going to stay in Edinburgh so took a trip down to the kitchen and did a day there and um you know was interested in, in getting a job and and started with them and really really did sort of feel like I was almost sort of starting again because his approach was was just quite different and just quite fascinating and yeah I, I felt like I was just learning from from day one again and it was oh, it was amazing really amazing yeah because you said things like you know already up until now about kind of seasonality and using local produce and stuff and again those are sort of things that I can kind of almost hear Tom saying so was that kind of like yeah. ah okay here's someone who's really whose outlook's quite similar to mine yeah no he he very much drills in <laughs> um <laughs> And he's just, he's such a passionate person. Like, I've never encountered it so, like, he's so driven and so, he, he just loves it. It's just, it's everything to him. And, you know, and if you put your time in and you get through the sort of hard days, it's, it's very rewarding. And it was, yeah, I learned so much. It was incredible. How do you kind of, 
see the that kind of world now you know now that you you've kind of left it and uh, you know to a degree that you're not in that kind of fine dining michelin and you're offering this kind of new wave as we've discussed do you, mm-hmm. do you kind of think it's it's going to have to adapt as well or do you think it'll always be you know the um, fine dining will be, sit separately if you like i think i think there's still i think there still is that necessity for it um because people do still, like you know as we're still moving moving on that like people still really want like the the colony world is, is ever growing and people are getting so much more interested in food there's so many more food programs on tv um than what, what was 10 years ago um i always find myself in situations where you, you maybe meet somebody new and you ask them what they do as, as a job and you sort of maybe discuss that for a few minutes and then they ask you what you do for a job and they're like and then they latch on to it because they sort of, <laughs> they're really interested and, and I, I find myself feeling all the time guilty because I find because I'm always talking about what I do but it's because people do, I think do genuinely have a, a massive interest in food and so I think that there is still a need and I don't think these restaurants will need to adapt because people love going out and eating and they still want to go out for those really special meals and yeah no I think I think they will still live on I would Um, I would agree with you actually I agree with with what you've said there I think um as someone you know who eats out more often than not (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know there's there is like you know you're not you don't want the kitchen every night of the week you know but you no but when it's an anniversary or you know birthday or whatever then it's that it is that kind of time and place you know it's right for it and it's interesting because i suppose you can take all that wealth of knowledge and things you've learned and you know your interest in seasonality and and apply that now but in a more relaxed way and you know what is it 18 cover restaurant um, 18 covers yeah so you know that that's that's probably then allows for like a special experience for the guests but in like a different way you know yeah no so say it's very personal um you kind of get to know everybody but not you know obviously within reason depends if they actually want to <laughs> have an evening of getting to know all their servers um but no it's it's very very personal and and people are really are just really loving it i think like, they really love that really sort of familiar personal touch we get quite a lot of inquiries about hiring the place out because it's, a, it's really quite a nice size. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it, yeah, no, it's, it's working. <laughs> Good. So far, fingers crossed. Yeah. Keeps, um, going. I'm certain yeah. of it. So I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. No, have absolutely to tr- what you said. Um, I am taking all of that. I sort of learned and applying it, but in a much more relaxed and mm. just less, less intricate, uh, intricate way. Yeah. And a very small menu as well. We only have a choice of three starters, three mains, and three desserts. So yeah, but it's that... all right because I've been reading your menu and they all sound delicious. So <laughs> it's fine. Oh, thank you. I'll take I'll take your advice next week. So I'll just let you. I'll just say you, you choose. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so um, I am going to have to get another dish out of you, a third dish that you would want to put okay. on your five favorite. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's easier to talk okay. about you than it is to think about these dishes, but you're going to have to. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, let me just have a think. I mean, to pinpoint dishes is, is quite a tricky one. Um, well, I don't like to give you an easy job. I like to, (laughs) you know, I like to challenge you or the guests that I have. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I'm sort of, I've had like amazing experiences in restaurants, which 
you can't so in some ways you maybe not be able to sort of pinpoint a dish but it's more just the entire thing including mm. you know the service and just how the mm. atmosphere and everything was um and i've been very fortunate to to have eaten in some quite amazing places um uh, let me just think seeing as we've just talked about the kitchen is there a good is there a good dish that you might have cooked there that would have that would have tied in with that story um I think my favourite dish that I used to cook, which is one of Tom's um, signature dishes, was the, the pig's head, mm-hmm. uh, the rolled, the bone rolled pig's head with the crispy pig ears and the the um, langoustine tail. That was um, one of my favourite ones to do. And I remember every sort of time that I go to the, go to eat the kitchen, um, she, uh, he's very very kind and always puts a menu together. Uh, for me and so I never get to actually pick I still haven't ever actually eaten it <laughs> which I really like he's denying you um, that dish that you like yeah I mean yeah and it's it's an amazing dish it's really really creative um and and well delicious well there you go that's a perfect um, third one okay good you can have that see that was a gimme from me yeah no thank you <laughs> it's fine <laughs> that's what i'm here for uh, i can i can carry on because i've got some more line of questions if it gives you time to think of a fourth yes, and fifth no, that'd be great. <laughs> um the the kind of standout one on my notes about you which kind of then makes me go oh that's interesting and you alluded to like thinking about working abroad but you went um to dubai is it burj al arab yes yeah yes yes it is yeah so that's like again like it feels like to me quite a different move you know you're obviously not wanting to kind of be boxed in anywhere for your <laughs> career are you no no i mean dubai was amazing it was um just one of those funny opportunities that came up um it was quite random in many ways i remember um, my parents had been out uh one year to abu dhabi because they've got friends that live out there and they came back and they were just telling me about their trip and they said oh they've been to dubai and they went to this amazing hotel the version they're at and they had this brochure sort of not brochure but like a I guess, you know, like the, <laughs> they were on commission. The, the, their own brochure <laughs> that, that sort of shows all the pictures of the, the hotel. And I sort of thought, Chris, that's amazing. I would, that would be what an opportunity to work in a place like that one day. And um, I was currently working at the Balmoral in Edinburgh. Um, and one of the guys from number one had actually already gone out to work out there. And one of the other guys in number one was about to go out and work out there. And he was just saying, oh, yeah, you know, they're looking for people. Um, so if you're interested, then, you know, give it a go. And so I sort of thought about it for a couple of days and thought, you know, why not? Um, I'm from Edinburgh. So it's always going to be here. I'm always going to come back here, probably. These sort of opportunities don't necessarily always come up. So... Why not? And um, and so I applied. And about four weeks later, I had my visa. And about six weeks later, I think I I went. <laughs> so what um, what's and again, this might help with the next dish. But what sort what mm. sort of cuisines will you have been cooking? What sort of food will you have been cooking at that time? Um, so I was working in. If you look at the hotel, you can sort of see two little bits that stick out at the top of the hotel. One of them is the helipad, and the other one was like this little pod. And that was actually a restaurant. Um, which which was on the, the technically the twenty seventh floor, but the, the, every floor is two levels because it's an all suite hotel, and every room has a staircase in it, basically in two floors. Um, it's pretty, it's quite extravagant. Um, so we were sort of like fifty four floors up, so really really high up. And um, so you have to be good with fights then to work there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was 
it was one of those things that you, it's kind of like Marmite, you love it or you hate it because the decor was quite extreme um, and the place was quite extreme as well, actually. Uh, but I absolutely did love it. It was just a different world. Um, but um, it was sort of Mediterranean food. Uh, the, there was a lot of, quite a, it was a huge mix of um, chefs in the in the kitchen that I was working in. About, and there was about 17 of us in the brigade of, of just at one kitchen. Um and about 10 different nationalities. So it was just from that point of view, it was an amazing experience just to sort of meet all these different people and who have different ways of life and and, and different cooking experiences and different cooking backgrounds and bringing so much different flavours and this annexing to, to the restaurant. Um, but the actual head chef was German when I joined there. <laughs> and he was, yeah, no, yeah, which is random, but uh, he, was, uh, he was fantastic. And... Uh, the food was great. The food was really, really great, actually. And I, I loved it. And again, I imagine just like maybe taking out of your comfort zone a little bit and pushing you yeah, a little certainly. bit. Yeah, no, no, it really was. I mean, I've always been a fairly determined and quite driven person with regards to my career. Um, I remember when I sort of made the decision to go, I um, did it fairly rapidly. And then suddenly I had this, I got a flight down from, from Edinburgh to Heathrow. And, uh, I'd almost missed my flight from Edinburgh and I was quickly thinking back to my parents and then I um, had a four-hour wait in Heathrow and I was sat there and I was going, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? Like, <laughs> I made this decision so fast, this is the right move. Oh. And um, but then when I arrived in Dubai, I just took, took, like you said earlier, like a duck to water and I, it was very different, like a very different experience with regards to the, being in that country. Um, but... I never looked back and have, have no regrets from doing it. Met some amazing people and learned some great things with regards to food and whatnot. So, no, it was fantastic. So, obviously, we're talking about kind of grand locations and, and beautiful places. And Edinburgh's yeah. somewhere that I know fairly well. I've been up there quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Was it like a brave decision to go a little bit outside? Was it a necessary decision, I probably presume, but you know what's the, what's the kind of food scene like a little bit because you're leaf right so is it yes, like an up and, yeah. up and well, coming we're, we're actually about because leaf are these are quite particular about where leaf starts <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're a block up from where leaf starts <laughs> but I would say we're on we're kind of on leaf box so we're going to say I'm going to say leaf but hopefully nobody will um, get nobody will shout at you. <laughs> But you know, it's like it's quite it's quite big, isn't it? To say like, oh, we're not going to, you know, obviously, I imagine being in Edinburgh Centre is is very expensive for young, you know, small oh, young businesses. Yeah. But it's quite like it must have kind of factored into your planning, like that we're going to be outside of the main. We are going to be that neighbourhood thing that you, you know that you've mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were we were looking everywhere, all over Edinburgh, but obviously not the city centre because, like you say, it's really expensive. And we were going for the whole. We wanted a, like a neighbourhood to get that vibe and to get the right sort of clientele and whatnot. Mm. Um, we were delighted that we we actually have got where we are we are because we do live in Leith and it's. I think it fits in. I think what we've done fits in really well to that kind of to the yeah to the neighbourhood. I mean. 10, 15 years ago, Leith was not the nicest place to be. It was quite, you know, it was quite rough. It was quite sort of dangerous, um, but it's very much on the up. And um, it's like, I think in another 10, 10 years' time, it'll again be a completely different place, hopefully, and I think in a very good way. Mm. Um, 
so yeah no it's we're like i said we're delighted with and it's kind of nice i guess for you guys as a restaurant to kind of be a part of that regeneration because it is it's it's very exciting because ultimately you know having something great like you guys in an area does bring new people you know i probably wouldn't have gone out of the way while i'm you know on my upcoming trip if you guys weren't there you know so it's you know it's testament that you you can bring bring people to you as well well, you know that's that's lovely to hear (laughs) um and it's quite incredible really um and yeah like you said it's it's, well it's very exciting so i'm excited for the next 10 years (laughs) well i i'm sorry to bring you back to because i know you're struggling to pick four dishes but i do need i I need to get a fourth out of you um you can Um, let's if you if it makes it happy for you then i'm and i'm more than happy to be tempting myself of what the sort of things i'm going to be eating next week so if you've got two that are on the current menu that you're particularly pleased with or they're going down well with the guests then that's great (laughs) um I've got one dish that I just took off the menu, so apologies for that, because you're not going to experience it. Oh, damn. Um, but it, <laughs> um, it is one of my favourite ones that I've put on recently um, and went down an absolute storm. Um, really, like, it's nothing sort of uh, cutting edge or new. Uh, just, uh, it was a venison tartare. Oh, I knew um, you were going to say that. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um, no, no, sorry. Uh, with a smoked Slayerac remoulade, so very sort of common accompaniments in many ways, but just slight twist to it by smoking the, the Slayerac, and it worked just so well with the the smokiness. Worked really, really well with the, the venison, um, and I also did it with some pickles and mushrooms and mushroom crisps, and just all the flavours to get together just worked really well. Well, you better replace it with something good because that was going to be my order. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been replaced with a what's it been replaced with um, yeah it's, it's been replaced with a good dish it's a chicken and mallard terrine with a rhubarb so if you're ever a rhubarb fan then it's it's very tasty so um, but I was I was reluctant to take it off because yeah. I knew it was really good but the menu's so small and we do have quite a lot of repeat um, diners so we've got to keep it interesting for them and, and for ourselves as much as anything else Um so yeah, no, they, 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 I'm sure it will reappear. <laughs> yeah, next Wednesday, but, uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was about, I was, I was going to lead you into talking to me about that one because that's the one I've been looking at on your menu. Oh, so no. I'm going to cry. I'm going to have a little cry when this interview's over. I'm obsessed with tartars, so yeah, yeah that, that's you got you got me there. But okay, I'll, I'll you know I'll trust you that it will be it will be fine. I, you're more than capable. I'm I'm more than certain that you'll be delicious. Oh, okay, and a last one. A last one. Um, I think I'm going to go talk about one dish that um, uh, Dominic Jack, who is a very important person to me, because he—that's who I've spent my most most of my sort of chefing career with, and who I've, I've worked under and worked for. He's—if anyone was to, was to ask me who my mentor was, it would be it would be him. Um, he's obviously the chef patron of uh, Castle Terrace, mm-hmm. and. Uh, just an amazing, amazing chef and absolute genius. Uh, he just the way that he his mind thinks is incredible. He just sort of pulls, brings up dishes and pulls things together that I would never dream of doing. And he also just has this amazing way of making food look so beautiful, but also tastes so so good as well. Um, one dish that he did quite a few a few years ago now, um, but I think it does sort of keep popping up on the on the menu at Castellers just because it, it is so good. Again, very like in, 
many ways very very simple but there is a, a, there's quite a lot of work involved um so it's basically chicken liver parfait with uh, grapes but he makes the parfait and then makes a grape jelly um so that you when they make the parfait they then put it into the little molds and so basically when you put it on the plate it's, it gets wrapped in the, the grape jelly so we, and then they place it on the plate so it looks like a bunch of grapes wow that's clever if that if that makes sense yeah 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 <laughs> i, I can picture it, it. Well. i was yeah i was um, they, picturing they it in my head they there dip them. they dip them in this this um grape jelly and yeah and then they replace it on the plate so it looks like a bunch of grapes and it just tastes fantastic and it's just it's one of the most cleanest beautiful plated pieces of, yeah um food that i've ever seen and tastes incredible at the same time and he that's kind of what he's he's very clever at doing that kind of thing just he's an absolute artist when it comes to food and I'm forever astounded by him. <laughs> well, thank you for those five because I know that was difficult yeah. for you. Sorry, it? I know you. No, yeah. no, it's, a, it's, a, it's it's like I say, it's a tough brief that I give people, so it's yeah. it's not supposed to be easy. It's 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 also always kind of supposed to be you know about if there's things that have inspired you, yeah. uh, you know, and trying to get a sense of who you are as a chef because it's all you know everything is so uh subjective, but it's really interesting now, especially that you kind of fulfilling your dream if you like or your vision yes. of, of the little chart room to now yes. kind of see okay well what's led up to that you know yeah of course yes um very true so you know all i can have to say is thank you for your five thank you so much for your time <laughs> i'm really looking forward to meeting you next week uh yes well for, for me next week this won't go out this by the time i keep saying next week will be more within the future but I'll, i will have dined with you by the time <laughs> this goes out that's all the listeners need yes. to know which is brilliant um <laughs> and i can't wait i can't wait to meet you i'm so excited about uh, the project oh. i've read like exclusively good things what you're doing um oh, and it's you. yeah i think you're you're ahead of exciting times so but when people are interviewing you in the future, I can say that I got you more or less <laughs> relatively first. Yes, yes, yeah, very much. Yes, I'm pleased about that. I like that. <laughs> that can be my claim to fame in years to come. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. No, thank you very much. And, um, yeah, I hope that I didn't drag it out too much or didn't uh, fumble over my five choices you were so. you were perfect in every way <laughs> you were brilliant that is excellent and I really liked hearing your story so thank you no thank you very much cool see you soon looking forward to having a nice week yes we'll see you soon Thanks again to our fantastic series partners, ChefWorks. Check them out on social media. Just search at ChefWorks UK in Ireland on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. Hashtag ChefWorksWearer if you wear ChefWorks and you want to feature or get in touch with us and maybe you can appear as a chef of the month. Now that would be really cool to see a chefy listener of the past feature as a ChefWorksWearer of the month. That would be really cool. You can get in touch with me on twitter as well at the past pod uh, i am also the underscore past underscore podcast on instagram or you can email me with stories of best dining experiences perhaps celebrities and restaurants is always fun uh, i'm at paul at the past podcast.co.uk and perhaps i will grovel with chef works for an apron for our best email that gets read out on the show that would be cool you can have your own 
apron, Chef Works apron. That would be really lovely to see somebody in that. Uh, you can take a nice picture for us. Cheers, guys, and uh, we will see you next time around on the Past Podcast. Cheers.